Hi everybody, I'm Peter Travers. This is Popcorn, where we tell you what's happening at the movies. And there's a movie now called If Beale Street Could Talk, which is one of the best movies you'll see this year. And one of the reasons it is, is my guest today, Regina King. Hello. Hi, so great to have you Good here. to be here. Now you've got three Emmys already, and I'm and the people that do what I do think you're gonna have an Oscar to go with Aww. those Emmys for this wonderful movie. Yeah, it, this, it is something. So tell everybody what you play. I play Sharon Rivers, who is the mama bear. Um, mm -hmm. And she is that, um, she's the matriarch. She's the, this, this family, the Rivers family is one of those families that I feel like when people see this movie, you want to be part of this family. There's no shame in this family. And you see this mom help uh, her youngest daughter navigate this heavy time. She's in love and the love of her life is in prison for something that he didn't do. And she's pregnant. It's just this love story between um, this young couple, between a mother and her daughters, between a father and his daughter, between two mm. best friends, between two older best friends. It's it, the, the different families and how they love differently or, or show their emotions differently. I haven't seen a movie that has black love, um, especially with the young couple, mm -hmm. um, done so elegantly and 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 I know that I'm in the film and it has nothing to do with me being in <laughs> well, the film. Well, it really does. <laughs> but no, it doesn't. I mean, the, when, when people see it, we, when we saw it um, at in Toronto, it was myself, my son, and Brian Tyree Henry, and, who's in the movie, and all three of us cried, cried at different times. There was a lot of crying yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, there really was. Mm -hmm. Because I think that there are moments in this movie, no matter who you are, you feel like it's reaching out and giving you a hug, you know? Even though these terrible, just to go back, it's James Baldwin that wrote this book. Yes. And it's set when in the 1970s, 1970s yeah. right? And yet what we're seeing in it, sadly, still happens. Yeah. Yeah, He's, yeah. This Fonny is being railroaded yeah. by a white cop who is having his vengeance on him for whatever, for whatever personal reason, reason yeah. it is. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, Barry Jenkins, who of course won his Best Picture Oscar for Moonlight, is, it creates a, a mood in the family and in the um, love story that's so romantic yeah. and so wonderful and then boom comes this reality yeah yeah which is life well you know? sadly yeah. it's the 70s but it yeah. could be 2018 it really could be and um i think what's um so fantastic about what barry's done is if you read the book i think it, the, there's more um i don't know if anger is the right word but barry softens the blow of the things that are happening in a way that reminds us that the way we have gotten through things are coming together mm -hmm. and through love, not through hate. Um, and, he, and he does it in a way that um, you don't feel like you're being forced to 
another thing, more forced to get the message. Barry's just telling a story, and he just creates these visual symphonies from Baldwin's words. I feel like I wish when I was 17, 18, 19 years old that this film existed for me. As a young girl, as a young woman, to see that you can be loved like that, mm -hmm. you know, um, would have been a beautiful thing to see. Well, you were a kid when you started in this business. I was. Yeah, I, I was. mean, this was the beginning. Sometimes I still feel like a kid. Oh, <laughs> it's all starting now. Here it comes. Yeah, we do. Yeah. But what were your parents thinking of you doing this? Were they all for it? Yeah, my mother was always just supportive of whatever my sister and I wanted to do. You know, um, I was lucky that my foundation was uh, one that she uh, pushed us to dream beyond the sky. Like, there was no such thing of um, thinking small. You know, you're, you're, you're as small as your thoughts. So when you have that as your foundation, um, you, you kind of navigate um, through things um, naturally, not uh, thinking that you can fail. Because it's not that, you know, you hear that saying failure isn't an option. Mm -hmm. I think it just was more, in my experience, just was never a discussion. It's okay yeah. no matter what. Yes, Your yeah, family's yeah, here. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be all yeah. right. No, I think it's great that... Uh, you and your sister are both, hey, Regina and Raina, Raina that's her yeah. name, are, are queens, queens, words for queen, yeah. you know? Yeah. So you're a queen king. Double. That's kind of, yeah. what a fabulous thing. Yeah, yeah my father, um, he saved me there. My mother was going to name me Thomasina. And my dad <laughs> oh, was boy. like, ooh. Oh. Mm. Yeah, appreciate it. it appreciate but, the cat. Yeah, yeah. That I would see. But, yeah, right here it is. Um, I'll take a queen yeah. over and, that. And no anytime. disrespect to the Thomasinas out kid. there, because yeah. there are some. But mm -hmm. uh, I'm happy uh, Regina came out of it. And so then when my <laughs> sister came along, he was like, "Ah, the she can't be the only queen." So. <laughs> Got so it's again, yeah. At least it stopped there. I don't know how many other languages you can yeah. do queen in. I yeah. suppose there's many. I, yeah, but know? would they would they flow as well as Regina and Raina? No, they wouldn't. They would not. No, it's, it's a perfect <laughs> thing to do that. But I remember seeing you for the first time in Boys in the Hood. Mm. That's like, hello. Yeah, ages ago. Yeah, and, and so different from Brenda on two two seven. Yeah, imagine the ladies <laughs> at my uh, grandmother's church. When they saw, <laughs> like, what, happened? what happened? Yeah, <laughs> Regina's mouth. <laughs> She's got a mouth on yeah. her. She can't. Well, you did that. It, I should have brought this up when you won your Emmy this time, and you—it it was seemingly a huge shock to you. It was like, what? What happened here? Yeah, it, I'm it not was, prepared. Yeah. And you said, I want to curse now. <laughs> What so, was it you wanted to say? Do it here. Oh, no. can I? We can't. You no. can. Oh, yeah. We should hear it now. Um, this is amazing. Yes. <laughs> I mean, just the love and the energy that I was feeling. It mm -hmm. was just, and sometimes nothing holds the emotion like the word. It just has. It just this. has that. Mm. You know, <laughs> it, it, it's, it can be used so good right. and so bad. <laughs> and that was so good. Was yeah. Well, we all felt that. Yeah. That's yeah. what's important. Yeah. 
because that is seven seconds yeah. is a show again that goes to a theme that we see again and yeah. again in this world. Yeah. And I remember reading an interview with you once when you went back and talked about Boys in the Hood and said w after that you didn't, you always worked to never be stereotyped playing one kind of character. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's the beauty of being given uh, the gift of acting as your art, mm -hmm. you know, that you, you, you can play anything, you know, and, and hopefully... Um, but the system sometimes says does, you can't. Right? Yeah. This is true. Yeah. This is true. But, um, again, I'm not trying to uh, do anything more or less than listen to my heart. So sometimes uh, I have to not... Uh, think about the system all the time. Mm -hmm. And that's, that, that, you know, not to go back to that Emmy moment, but that was part of the surprise. I think, you know, thinking about the system and my experience being that the majority of the people that um, I would come across on the streets that saw Seven Seconds were black people. Mm -hmm. So I, just in my head, I just did not think that enough people would have had time, especially with all of the content out there, um, to have seen or would have seen because there are a lot of other shows with stories that are more familiar to um, white uh, actors or, or peers. Mm -hmm. And um, I was mistaken, and that, that was fantastic. Mistake, it was a good mistake, <laughs> yeah. What were the frustrations that you had starting out? There always are in a career like that. What uh, did you ever feel that there was something blocking you from making the next step? Um, sure. I mean, I feel like you know when you brought up like not wanting to be stereotyped mm -hmm. or be looked at as one, you know, but one uh, can only play one uh, type of role between um, two two seven and Boys in the Hood. Um, you know, I didn't work for a, for a minute, and um, I uh, was frustrated because a lot of it had to do with producers, studios, whatever, only could see me as Brenda. And I really didn't get a chance to spread my wings and show what I could do. I'm so grateful for Brenda because just all that I learned being there, but I still didn't get the chance to show all the things that I had learned. Um, and so when Boys in the Hood came, the reason why it was so fantastic, because it was 180 degrees. Mm -hmm. And I think that was the first moment of, you know, breaking through or getting over a hurdle. And then from there, it seemed like I would get a lot of auditions for playing a girl in the hood. Mm -hmm. You know, well, and, yeah. that's Hollywood. Yeah, it? yeah it's Hollywood. She was good doing that. that. So let's, let's just have her do it again. <laughs> yeah. And then after that, yeah. she can do it again. Right. Right. And that's it. Yeah. But you've really fought that. And, you know, the, the first two Emmys that you have are for uh, John Ridley's American Crime. Yeah. Like that. And those two characters, even though it's part of the same series, but it's couldn't not be because different. American Crime is a new story, yeah. are totally different. Yeah, could not be more different. You're an American Muslim in, yeah. in, in one of them, and you look like that's what you want, is yeah. that challenge. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean... You don't I, seem afraid of much, Regina. Oh, sure. What I does mean, scare you? Going into seven seconds, like I was just... 
afraid about, afraid of ha two things, that being in that emotional space for mm -hmm. so long and being aware of the importance of honoring the emotion and the pain of parents of slain children. And so scared, concerned that, um, that we get it right, that I get it right. So I would say that was the most recent. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, yeah. Because, uh, you know, I brought up Southland a little bit before, but when you're a cop, a detective, you know, the, the whole idea of that kind of role now in the world, because there is so much polarization mm. of, of what it is, and yet you played her with this rootedness, you know, that she yeah. was committed to what? Well, I mean, the, the beauty of uh, Southland is we had the opportunity to work with cops mm -hmm. on a daily basis. A lot of um, um, our extras were either retired cops or cops that were um, not working that day. <laughs> um, so they were always around and I was able to uh, have deep conversations with them. And when you are in the presence of um, a group of people, um, you get the opportunity to see things from a different perspective and um, realizing that just because I've had uh, experience with a cop that wasn't good, mm -hmm. I can't put all cops in the same mm -hmm. basket and taking back and, and appreciating the, that cops do exist, that, you know, if they said, okay, um, Wednesday is going to be the day that no cop works. You know, what would you do? We probably would just stay home all day and so, so that you don't get in any situation. Mm -hmm. And when we don't think about that, um, and, and, and that's what makes conversation so difficult now when you talk about um, um, young black men that are being killed by cops. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's not all cops. Um, so we do have police officers that are um, open and talking about, yeah, we do have some bad apples. Um, how do we address the communication between um, community and, and law enforcement? It's a thing we live with every yeah. day and that people want to reduce it to something that's easily digestible Simple, when yeah. it never ends. It's There's never always ends. all of those factors. Did you yourself growing up experience racism, a direct experience? Oh, of it? absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, um, probably not as uh, often as my mother did and my, my grandmother mm -hmm. before her. For me, and I think for every generation that after me, because um, the racism is not overt, it's not just like out in your face. Mm -hmm. When those moments happen, you're so, it's like being punched in the stomach because you're going on about your day and you're, you just never expected that to happen. So when it does, it is a body blow, mm -hmm. you know, and um, it, it is hard to, um, especially with younger uh, people, um, to have a experience where they're being judged or offended because of their race and not want to be like, well, f you, f 
Everybody, mm -hmm. you know, it's it's they're, they're well, passionate. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's you. Yeah. You're being uh, accused of something of, about who you are. are it's so yeah. totally personal and, and awful. Yeah. You know? And that's what we have. Yeah. We have now we have great anger. Yeah. And how do you deal with it? And a lot of what you do on screen deals with that in totally different ways. ways but it's out right. there. Which is, I think, um, why this film in particular is important because it is dealing with it and um, Barry has managed to keep the love as constant going to, as a theme that's consistent throughout as much as the tragedy mm -hmm. and um, no from beginning to end yeah. we, we see family coming together yeah so Did you know that when you were making it that there's something special happening here I knew it was something special because it was James Baldwin Lynn. and Barry Jenkins. <laughs> but no, Peter, I have to tell you, I mean, it wasn't, I mean, sitting there and I'm <laughs> kind of getting emotional <laughs> just thinking about what I was feeling sitting there in Toronto and watching this film. I was like, wow, this is something. This is, this is something special. This is to have the opportunity to be a part of this and then to be um, black. And this is one of, uh, uh, it's, it's, a, it's our story um, done so beautifully. It was a moment of just, I just had to sit quietly for a bit and just let it soak in for a few days after that because I was trying to think to myself I was thinking to myself and trying to remember have I ever have I ever seen this in film have I ever seen um, a couple love like this young couple mm -hmm. have I seen this and I can't recall ever having seen it and so to witness it and witness it when uh, with my son mm -hmm. and for him to say I needed to see this well this is the first time you've been on this show yeah so you don't know we end in song oh I did not know we know because I was not if I told. tell people then they'll say no I'm not doing this show but it's not like you have to do a whole number okay I'm just so. looking for a little bit of a song that means something to you or that's in your head oh what did you sing God. to your son oh there's so many things going through my head right now. Do them all then. Oh, now I have to get the words. It's Let's see. Um, I guess I was, the, the, I'll think, uh, my mother would always say, I know that you know that I love you, but what you don't know is that I know that you love me. <laughs> no, that's great. And we came back to mother, yes, which is the yes, best thing we could right. do. Thank you so Thank much. You. So Thank wonderful. you. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs>